the action and implementation mm-hmm. is what really cements the mindset shift, mm-hmm. right? And they all have to be done in unison. You can't like wait till the mindset is changed. Then you go take the action to manage the money. Then you go make more money. It's all happening at the same time. And again, you just have to keep working on yourself and on your business at the same time. Yes, that is so good. Welcome to Talk Your Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Diamond Ariel. And if you're Black, a person of color, or an ally, this podcast is for you. This platform gives Black entrepreneurs and creatives a space to be seen, heard, and understood, to have audacity, talk their shit, and look good while doing it. This isn't a place to be humble, rather to be yourself and take up every inch of space you deserve. So get ready because it's time for you to talk your shit. Well, y'all, welcome to the season one finale of the Talk Your Shit podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about money. Okay, we're going to talk about securing the bag and why it's so important to manage your money on the daily. And I'm joined today by none other than my internet auntie, QuickBook killer, the OG, Nicole Barham. <laughs> QuickBook killer. Oh my Lord. You're going to have QuickBooks coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I love you're it. ready. You're fine. You're ready. <laughs> How are you today? I am doing great. Oh my Lord. I, I'm so happy that we are doing this. I have been watching your glow up and it's amazing. Just happy to be on the finale, like leaving the best for last, right? Talk about that. Exactly. Leaving the best (laughs) for last. We just, we had to, you know, build them up to this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, tell us about you, your background, what you do and what it was like for you growing up. Absolutely. So um, hello, everyone. I am Nicole Barham. Um, My company is 5-Minute Bookkeeper and I, you know, the, the road to this point has been very interesting, right? I'm originally Jamaican, if you can hear my accent. And mm. so, and I thought like, we ha- Jamaicans have this thing where we are like, we are always Jamaican, no matter how, where we go, <laughs> right? And so um, I've been in the States for over 20 years. But before that, my life in Jamaica, grew up there, um, grew up with a, like a large family, large community, you know, like sometimes people talk about taking a village to raise a child. We literally had that village, right? Like people in our community, very rural community, right? I tell people all the time, we had no running water, no electricity, but we had a lot of love and we had a lot of food, like a lot of farm, you know, the original farm to table that is so Mm -hmm. like, nowadays it's like, you know, bougie people do that. We did that. back in the day, right? So that was my upbringing just in a really community-based environment. And I feel like it has really shaped who I am today. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love community. I love building communities. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we thrive so much in community, right? And so, yeah, it's been, you know, moving to the States in my early 20s, working in corporate, you know, everybody comes to America. The American dream is to work in corporate. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, get to a point where you're like, you know what, I don't know if I love this daily commute and, you know, all these things keeping me away Mm -hmm. from my family. And so I have my son, Brandon, I talk about Brandon a lot. He's on the autism spectrum. 
And we just, you know, just having these long commutes and not having him get the therapies that he needs at the times that are appropriate during the day, it was just really hard, right? So after I did the corporate thing, I decided I really wanted to do something else, right? And that's mm -hmm. how 5-Minute Bookstore was born. And I'm sure that we're going to get into it a little bit more later. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's the condensed version of my background. Yes, I know about your Jamaican background. I appreciate it a lot. I, I realized, too, how much I loved your voice. I know you get this a lot, but... <laughs> your voice is very very soothing just something about yeah. it I, I don't know but I get that yeah. a lot I probably should have been a therapist or something I don't know you know what <laughs> that could have been like an extra source of income honestly for yeah. you <laughs> so you mentioned your son would you say he was like the main motivation for five minute beekeeper yeah, I would say that. I would say that when I started, well, maybe not the main motivation, but he became that big why. I remember, uh, so 5-Minute Bookkeeper was born really out of adversity, right? Mm. I was one of those entrepreneurs. I, I, you know, ventured into entrepreneurship, even though I had a day job, right? I, I was in the mm. corporate and I was thinking, you know what? I want to do my own thing. Let me do have the side hustle. Was not paying attention to my finances and really got to the point where I found myself in six figures of debt mm. and had to file bankruptcy, right? And then when I think about this, my background, like when I started in Jamaica, I was an, I was an accountant, right? Mm. And I worked for as an accountant for years. And so when I looked at that, I'm like, I'm not supposed to be, you know, in bankruptcy. I'm not supposed to be one of those people who doesn't pay attention to their finances. Mm -hmm. And so I really, you know, use those tools that I that I had in my toolbox, right? A lot of coaches will talk about using the tools in your toolbox to mm -hmm. create your business, right? And so that's what I did. I created 5-Minute Bookkeeper because I kept on, on top of my finances like daily. It, it was, I wouldn't say it was an obsession, but I really was in there daily <laughs> looking oh my at my gosh. budget, making sure that we stayed. Because the thing about it too is that when you file bankruptcy, there is no, um, you have no credit. Mm. So you literally have to live off what you earn and, you know, sticking to a budget made sure that we weren't in trouble, like we weren't overdrafting our accounts mm. or anything like that. So it was a necessity. But then when we started to like see our way, started to, you know, save money again, started to, you know, make more income, I kept at it. And I'm, and I'm like, there has to be more people like me. There has mm -hmm. to be more people who are not looking at the finances and just need something simple to do that. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I used to have my side business, I was, you know, always scrambling at the tax deadline. And isn't it funny how the recording is actually taking place on the tax not deadline? The tax deadline. <laughs> no, literally, literally. <laughs> um, so, you know, always scrambling. And let me tell you, there are people right now who are scrambling to get their numbers together to file their taxes before midnight tonight, mm -hmm. right? And so I said to myself, I can create something for business owners like myself mm. who was not paying attention to the finances and found myself in this predicament. Mm -hmm. Let me help them. Let me create something that would help them. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, you have seen all the testimonials on these internet streets. Girl, Woo! I have seen them and I enjoy them. And I'm like, yes, praise auntie. Yes, she knows what she's doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, but 
And, um, you know, my, my clients are like, first of all, they're hilarious. Like the testimonials that they write is like a whole love story. And I love that. Right? <laughs> um, and so I'm like, first of all, I just wanted to create this little thing that would just help them with their finances, but it has done so much more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. It has really, you know, helped them to be better business owners, better entrepreneurs, being mm-hmm. on top of the numbers, mm-hmm. not feeling scared anymore, mm-hmm. not fearing, you know, oh my gosh, how much is coming in? How much is going out? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what am I making? Am I making a profit or a loss? Right. Mm-hmm. And then planning too, because if you're building your business, you want to be able to plan and project into the future and how, you know, how much do I want to make all that. And so I built all that into five minute bookkeeper because I knew that it was needed. Right. And people wanted something simple. There are other platforms that they say they're quick, but they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what they do is they, um, they're overwhelming. Like there's the tutorials are so long mm-hmm. and I've had clients get five minute bookkeeper and they're in five to 10 minutes, they're up and running and they have started, you know, doing their numbers. So, mm-hmm. so, so very proud of this, but you were mentioning Brandon and, you know, he was, you know, the reason why I started my business was because of that mm-hmm. to help other entrepreneurs. But when it came to, you know, building my, having a business full-time and really, you know, having that reason to want to be a full-time entrepreneur Mm -hmm. is because Brandon was diagnosed with autism at um, like three and a half, almost four actually. And, um, you know, when we had to get him ABA therapy, by this time I had no idea, like I did not even know anyone with autism, Mm -hmm. right? Um, It's something that I heard about, did not know the signs, nothing like that. So when he was diagnosed, I, you know, we had to get him therapy, speech therapy, ABA therapy, occupational therapy. So a lot of different therapies. And what used to happen was because we worked all day, my husband and I, we had to do his therapies after, after work. So imagine coming home from a long commute, <laughs> long mm-hmm. ass commute to Miami, right. um, three hour round trip, right. And then having to come get him at aftercare and taking him to speech, it was so much, right? Mm-hmm. And for him too, not even for us, but for him, he had a long day. Sometimes we go to, to the aftercare, he's, you know, fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to, I wanted to be home so that I could drop him to school, pick him up from school, take him to therapies during the day. Um, and that's exactly what happened, right? Mm-hmm. He, I became a full-time entrepreneur uh, two years ago. Oh my gosh. February was two years, February 1st, yeah. (laughs) My day job, February 1st, was scared AF, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Am I going to run out of money, you know, in Mm -hmm. three months, whatever? But then I, you know, wanting, I was dreaming about, you know, taking him to school, picking him up, taking him to these different therapies during the day so that we don't have to have, Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to, we don't have to have therapists here at night, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night. So yeah, he's definitely one of the big reasons why I I really wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. I mean, bookkeeper helped me to do that. Oh yeah, dude. And it's helping other people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get into your wins. Uh, <laughs> we will get into that. Yeah. And I know too, your day ends at 2 p.m. Yeah. Because I have to go get him at school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thing is I have to go pick him up and then he has therapies after that so he has speech mm-hmm. therapy over zoom 
his therapist would come to the house a few times a week and then he's home right so it's hard to you know i do have like every now and then i might have a client who's like i cannot you know meet in the mornings can we meet in the afternoons so every now and then i do that but i try to end my day at two mm-hmm. and i start like maybe nine ten mm-hmm. and that's freedom too right yeah. i don't didn't want to replace my day job for you know like i wouldn't didn't want to have another day job mm-hmm. i wanted to have the freedom but also let's not get it twisted sometimes on the weekends i work <laughs> yeah right we have you to know? pick it up on the weekends exactly mm-hmm. so on the weekends sometimes i'll be doing um client accounts like as i said tax season Mm-hmm. So that's when it's usually really busy. So sometimes on the weekends we have to, I still do some work in my business, but I definitely try to end at two so that I could, you know, go pick him up and like have that break in my day and not be sitting at my desk all day. Like I'm at my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that's the one thing too, that I love about entrepreneurship. I'm like two weeks into, you know, the full-time journey, but honestly, <laughs> honestly being here so far, I'm like, wow, this is what freedom is like going to brunch in the middle of the week if I want to, you know, networking and, you know, ending my day at three o'clock. If I'm like, Hey, there's nothing to do today. I feel like I just need to rest, you know, that type of freedom I love. And I love too, that you're able to have this freedom and also still take care of your son in a better yeah. way than you did when you were working your nine to five, you know, yeah, and he's happier too, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. He's happier because he's just not having, you know, a, a therapist in his home when he wants to watch TV mm-hmm. and, you know, they're here, you know, trying to get him to do stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I really love that because he can just be a kid and have his afternoons. Exactly. Hang out with us and stuff. So yeah, love that. <laughs> I love that for you too. So you were talking about earlier how um, you started, you know, looking at your numbers every day. I know that there are people listening mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am one of the people who literally dread <laughs> numbers. Like as someone who hates them and would rather jump out of a window, you know, than <laughs> actually do any type of bookkeeping. <laughs> How do you keep managing, uh, managing money like easy and fun? So I feel like the remedy for that, mm-hmm. right. Are the tools. Mm-hmm. I feel like when people think about accounting and fi- not accounting, but finances, mm-hmm. they think of accounting mm-hmm. and they remember that accounting class that was so difficult and they mm-hmm. hated it and debit and credit and, you know, all these things that accounting is, listen, I hated it too, right? Mm-hmm. It was boring. <laughs> I didn't yeah. love it. So when people think about finances, you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it takes them back, right? It takes them back mm-hmm. to that, whatever, you know, bad experience that they had, mm-hmm. they they go back to that. They're like, oh my gosh, it's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. They might be using platforms that are hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. So again, they're thinking it's overwhelming, but it's not the bookkeeping that's overwhelming. It's the methods that they're using, mm-hmm. right? Because I've literally seen people who said, I don't love the numbers. I'm scared of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Say, oh my gosh, I love bookkeeping. Like, they're like, who am I? Like, seriously. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I just feel like it's the method. Like, and like with a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Diamond? It's like some people think so many things are hard until someone shows them an easy way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh my goodness, I did not realize this was so easy or this mm-hmm. could be so easy, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why, as I said, 
there are people who are like, oh, this is, this is revolutionary. I've never had this before. I really, and now I'm on top of it. I never used to be on top of it. I was behind two, three years, and now I'm on top of it and it feels great. So, and the thing too, listen, you can't hate the numbers and not, and run a business. Like it, it, it's not, it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, look. No, you can make, like you can get to a certain point, mm-hmm. but after a while you're gonna be, you know, looking at cash flow. Um, can I afford to hire? How will you decide that if you don't know your numbers? Mm-hmm. Um, how much am I bringing in? How much do I want to pay myself? Mm-hmm. How much do I want to put aside to pay taxes, mm-hmm. right? So those things are numbers and like you have to look at them in order mm-hmm. to make those, those decisions because what, what you'll do is you'll make a decision in a vacuum mm-hmm. and then end up knowing like two or three months later, you're like, oops, I can't afford to pay this person that I hired, mm-hmm. you know, three months ago or I can't afford this thing that I signed up for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a matter of, you know, learning to love the numbers because that's how you're going to build that million dollar business. That's true. And yeah. you just brought me back to a thought from ROI that Myron Golden, I, Uncle Myron, okay, he <laughs> so great. But there was something that he said where basically America has made math hard to keep yes. us poor. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind because I was like, oh. <gasps> It's like it makes so much that sense. makes sense yeah because even like in the asian culture like the math comes to them easy but that's yeah. because you know that's how their culture is and how they count and how they teach it too i exactly. think exactly it's, it's, it's the way and so it's not like they're smarter than another society you know like mm-hmm. like the west they're not smarter it's just the way that they're taught is easier Exactly. And now I see Common Core and I'm like, what is that? How (laughs) are you teaching kids? Uh Like that's so complicated, right? Mm -hmm. And then I when I teach my son math, I do the old way that I learned, Mm -hmm. right? The using counters, carrying Mm -hmm. the one, all of that. I don't think they carry the one anymore. (laughs) I don't even know where it's carried. I don't even know if it's still being carried, if it just stopped. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, and then sometimes I see like some people from other countries, societies do mm-hmm. math and it's the same result. Mm-hmm. They just do it a different way and a lot easier. So I just feel like with everything, I think, or almost everything, it's just finding easy ways to do it. Right. Exactly. And when, once you find that easy way, mm-hmm. then like you can never go back. Right. Cause you know, you can't, you can't unknow that way. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's how, I think that's how we're going to change people's minds when it comes to numbers and math. Yeah. And by the way, finances are not math. It's like different. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that's what makes you your your services addictive. (laughs) Because you're like, oh, I don't I don't want to go back to the old way. I don't want to go back to (laughs) QuickBooks, you know, and (laughs) use their complicated services. Because honestly, that was the first thing I signed up for when I was like, Ooh, I want to be an entrepreneur. And now I'm starting to, you know, invest in a website and invest in like, you know, little technology. And I signed up for that mug and I was like, I don't understand. Cause it was just, it yeah, was because sometimes, like those aren't built for like, you know, regular people. It's just built for, for professionals. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, if you're not an accounting professional, it's hard. So that's why five minute, it actually says five minute bookkeeper for solopreneurs, mm-hmm. right? So it's for the person who d- cannot afford to outsource and they can they want to do it themselves right mm-hmm. but these overwhelming platforms are like oh my gosh you know why why am i going back to school 
just to see what's coming in and out of my account, you know, mm-hmm. or in and, in and out of my business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> There's just so much clarity in that. And honestly, it's super cool watching you just just do the magic and I'll, I'll be there one day. Just give me a little time. I gotta, I gotta have steady income before I can invest in you, but I'll be, I'll be there. I'm almost there. Yes, for sure. <laughs> We're looking forward to welcoming you. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so let's talk about managing your money and your mindset, right? So <sighs> what changes <laughs> you're like, yes. So (laughs) what changes did you personally make in your mindset in order for you to successfully manage your money and, you know, create five minute bookkeeper and to keep it, you know, as successful as it is today? Yeah. So I I think a a lot of people separate managing the money and the mindset, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, let me get my mind right before I can start managing my money. Mm -hmm. And my my theory is it's not actually a theory it's true when you start managing the money mm-hmm. your mindset changes mm-hmm. right so let me try i'm not i'm not gonna do like a fitness or a weight loss analogy <laughs> yeah going to the gym because <laughs> because you, you're like because you could say okay let me get a membership and the memberships are like 10 20 i think there's a youth fit around here that's like 10 bucks a month and you can say to yourself, okay, I want to be really fit. I want to start lifting weights, right? And people are like, oh, you have to have the kind of mindset. Your mindset has to be strong. But I'm like, if you actually go to the gym every day for 30 minutes, I don't know that you need mindset as much as you need and you, you need to go and then start seeing the results. Mm-hmm. And then maybe when you start seeing the results, your mind will start to change mm. or, the, or a shift will start to happen. I, I, I know for sure that the action is the, the mind shift is, isn't the action. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be sitting down and of course, listen, there are courses, there are books there. I could tell you like a whole you know list of mindset book, but if you're not going to implement, right, if you're not going to take the action, then mm-hmm. all the books and all the, the mindset, you know, work that you're going to be doing, it's not going to, it's, it's for not, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to literally take the action. And you could do both of them, right? You could maybe start to implement a mindset program or whatever it is that you, you want to use, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you implement, mm-hmm. right? Just like an entrepreneur. You want to be an entrepreneur. You have the mindset. How do I get the mi- entrepreneurial mindset? Mm-hmm. You get it by going out there, you know, selling, failing, succeeding, tweaking, testing. And that's how your mindset, like my mindset right now as an entrepreneur is completely different from when I started two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. right? It's completely different. I told you when I was leaving my job, I was like, oh gosh, what if I run out of money in six months, right? Mm-hmm. Or three months or whatever. And then today I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, my business is taking money in, but even if I had $50 in the bank, honestly, Diamond, I would not be worried about having to go back to a day job, my business mm-hmm. failing, because over the years, I've developed this mindset because of the work that I've done with my coaches, mm-hmm. the work that I've done on myself, mm-hmm. the results I've seen. I've made, we've made, I think by now, I have to look at the numbers, of course. <laughs> like the numbers. We're at like $600,000 in less than three years. Mm-hmm. So that's an average of 200000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. So I know how to make money. 
So I'm not worried about not making money, right? Mm-hmm. I so so that's a different mindset than you know. Oh my gosh, I got to go back to my job two and a half mm-hmm. years ago, right? So what I'm saying is the action and implementation mm-hmm. is what really cements the mindset shift, mm-hmm. right? And they all have to be done in unison you can't like wait till the mindset is changed then you go take the action to manage the money then you go make more money it's all happening at the same time and again you just have to keep working on yourself and on your business at the same time yes that is so good because we will literally continue making up excuses to not pursue you know entrepreneurship for example like no i have to get my mindset together before i can you know start you know posting or talking about my offer it's yeah. like you're not gonna get there until you throw yourself into it right till you just do it yeah. and I had to learn that for myself I had to just just do it and it's right really- now there's like in the back of my mind I'm like what if something happens and I have to go back to like a nine to five <laughs> like it's literally in the back of my head and I'm like yeah. hell no you're not going back so you better figure something out right absolutely and it's like motivation <laughs> after a while of doing this and then you're starting mm-hmm. to make money in your business mm-hmm. and you're seeing them like I've been a client of client of yours right and you're yeah. like this person has paid me this amount of money to mm-hmm. work with them and they were super happy with my with my work right mm-hmm. so that's that's cements the belief that you have something that is amazing that people want and your clients mm-hmm. are there right mm-hmm. so that's proof right if you were sitting and be like oh i would so love to work with an entrepreneur or with a professional woman and i, I want to provide you know the styling for her and mm-hmm. i want to provide her with the photos and she just orders them and then we do like a what did we do we did that try like when, when i try the clothes on i don't even know oh, the virtual fitting yeah the virtual fitting yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know i want to do that but what if he just sat around and was like I want to do this. I want to do this, mm. but you don't do it. Like you don't reach out, like you don't post mm. something on social media or mm. talk to somebody about it. Right. Mm. You, there's no mindset. First of all, your mindset is going to be like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. Literally. People will not pay me. Yeah. Yep. People will not pay me yeah. when people are literally waiting for you to say what you have so they could pay you. Mm. But then when you work with the client and they pay you, you're like, oh, <laughs> and your mindset starts to shift, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can do this. Okay, let me duplicate this. Mm-hmm. And then you work with another entrepreneur or you work with another professional person mm-hmm. and you do the styling and, you'd, and you're, oh my gosh. And so that's how, let me tell you, after you do 10, 20, 50 of those, mm-hmm. you never <laughs> go back to a day job. <laughs> No, for real. That's for, for real. And that's funny that you said that because you were literally the one that was like, oh shit, I found it. I found it. <laughs> this is what I can do. So when I created that package for you, I was like, there's something here. I know who I want to work with. And I realized that was my sweet spot because I love getting to know entrepreneurs and I'm an entrepreneur. So I was like, I understand like, okay, you know, this is what they're going to need at this point of time when they start getting more exposure, when, you know, things start happening. And so you were actually the person that pushed me into that direction because when you reached out originally, I was like, I think she messaged the wrong person. Like, I think she meant to message Elsa Isaac because why is she in my DMs? Like, <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, 
I was like, okay, but we can do this. It's fine. You know? So in the back of my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is going to be horrible. She's going to hate it. I'm going to have to refund her. I'm going to have to like jump out of a window because it's going to be horrible. You know? And then I was like, no, it's fine. It's amazing. So I like created the whole thing and then the way I executed it and then the way you just showed up, I was like, I can do this for more people. And yeah. so- I'm getting it yeah. was so easy for me, right? The way that you, you, like you created the looks. Yeah. I like this. I don't like that. And then I was just able to order, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't have to go search for it. Like you had the links in there, girl, that's <laughs> what we all need. <laughs> I do not want to go search and try to figure out. So even if you give me the looks and the clothing, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this looks great, but I don't want to go searching for that. So I mm -hmm. love how you made the process so easy, mm -hmm. so seamless. Love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what entrepreneurs are supposed to do, right? We're supposed to make yeah. things easy and things seamless. And yeah. you, oh my gosh, you just do a phenomenal job at it. Like Thank I just you see so much. the results <laughs> pouring in and I'm just like, yes. Yes, auntie. I'm just I'm just cheering you on. When you think <laughs> no one is cheering you on, just think about me. Oh <laughs> you're so sweet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly so just like following you on social media and just seeing everything that you're doing and then actually meeting you in person right and then even getting to know you you know through styling you and just like knowing you one-on-one -on -one, I've experienced daily how you've created this phenomenal community of people who genuinely love and care for you and support you and yeah. so tell us the importance of not only creating clients and, you know, having leads, right, but also yeah. creating fans and creating people who will fight for you when you can't even fight for yourself. Let me tell you, my community, like the people who love me really mm -hmm. love me and I love them right back, right? Yeah. And let me tell you the kind of relationship. And I know that people like to like separate themselves from their clients and from other people mm -hmm. and be like, you know, people put them on a pedestal over here. Like I'm the entrepreneur and then the clients, my clients are my friends. Like mm -hmm. literally they literally, become yeah. my friends. Yeah. They, you know, they message me on like, of course there are boundaries. Like you cannot message me about work outside of, you know, my channels that I have, mm -hmm. but in terms of, okay. So yesterday I sent a message because I have a client who recently joined but she's not been really well, you know, and so she's been behind with some of her bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to her yesterday and I said to her, how are things going with bookkeeping? And she said she bought the product, I'm going to say a month or so ago. And so I, I reached back out to her. And even though I have like a survey that I send out 30 days after people buy, like a formal thing, mm -hmm. I was, you know, communicating with this client client before she was even a client before. Mm -hmm. So now I wanted to check in and see. Um, how she was doing with bookkeeping because I knew that today was the tax deadline. So I messaged her and she was like, oh my goodness, I've been so sick and I need to file an extension and I don't know how to do that. Mm. And I was like, say less. So I, I messaged my accountant. And of course, I have a network of a lot of professionals. Mm -hmm. So anybody you need, tax professional, accountant, all that at my fingertips. And so I messaged my person. I'm like, oh, I have a client who needs help with filing an extension. Can you help her? And she's like, yeah, send me her email address. And so we, I connected them both in that few you know, seconds. Mm -hmm. And then she sent me a message and she's like, oh my goodness, God really sends the people 
that you need right on time. Mm-hmm. And she said, thank you. And, you know, she was like, so, so happy and so appreciative. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of community I, I build. And I have many client stories like that, right? Mm-hmm. People who, um, you know, they just don't know where to go. They mm-hmm. just wanted to start a business. They didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They're like, put their sign on the front door and be right. like, I'm open. Right. <laughs> they good. haven't really like created a foundation and some things that they need. Mm-hmm. And then they don't know where to look, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm the kind of person who is like, I'll help you with your bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. I'll make it really easy. I'll also, you know, connect you to the people that you need to be connected to mm-hmm. so that you can be successful. Because my goal is I want the results for my clients that they want for themselves, right? Yeah. I don't want to just make money for a five-minute bookkeeper and for Nicole Barham, right? Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that you come to me, Diamond, and you're like, I want to be on top of my finances because I want to see my numbers so I can build my business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what I want for you too, right? Yeah. So I'm going to help make sure and provide the resources and the support and the accountability, which is how I build my community, right? Mm-hmm. We have office hours, money dates. We call they're co-working sessions, but we go on a money day. Yeah, see, make your money, build an intimate relationship with your money. Yeah. And so we provide all of that because we really want to help you not just sell you a product and be like, see ya. Mm-hmm. It's more like, you know, we're here. If you ever have any questions, if you need it come on in and get your finances organized and our clients absolutely love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. And I love how you're showing up for your clients. You're not just like, let me take your money and then, you know, you're off on your own. Right. But you're like, yes, pay me, but (laughs) I'm going to take care of you in the process. And we clients want to be taken care of. I want to be taken care of. We all want to be taken care of. And yeah. Yeah. And if we feel like, you actually, you know, genuinely care about us, then we're more willing to either, you know, buy more of your services or refer you or, you know, stuff like that. I think that's really cool how you're showing up in your community. Take notes, y'all. We're out here being greedy and rude, but, you know. Let me tell you, you stay in business all day if you take care of your clients. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah, look, we could just end this podcast right here because that was good. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I know you have tons of wins. We'll get there. Y'all, y'all gonna have to hold a little longer, right? But <laughs> let's talk about the challenges, right? Creating oh, something yeah. this amazing, this useful. There are challenges. There are people who, you know, want to steal your work. There are people who are like, want to take advantage of you. So what other challenges have you faced as a successful Black woman who has created this amazing bookkeeping platform? And how you continue to overcome them? So the challenges, they are as many as the wins Mm. for people that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of challenge in your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I said to you, my mindset now is a lot better than it was two years ago. But Mm -hmm. you have to constantly up-level your mindset, especially when you want to get to that next level of income, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, the P you have to get the right people around you, mm-hmm. the right coaching, the right mentorship. You, you'll need that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't do this by yourself. Right. And so sometimes the right coaching and the mentorship and the people it's trial and error, right? Mm-hmm. You might have people who are highly recommended and people say they're amazing. You start working with them. You're like, Oh, mm, maybe not. <laughs> 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 yes, <exactly. laughs> 
So, um, so that, you know, that has its challenges. You work with people, they're like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. I can do all the things. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you don't get the results, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go in thinking, oh, everybody's results oriented. Like they want to, you know, the results that I'm going to get. And then you're like, mm, I paid all this money. And, you know, I didn't get the results that I wanted. And there just wasn't, you know, didn't feel like there was accountability, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that. Like, you have to figure out how to roll with the punches Mm -hmm. and recover from losses, especially money loss. Like, Mm -hmm. as I said, when you pay somebody or pay a company or whatever to get you some certain results and it's nothing near what you thought, Mm -hmm. then you have to be like, okay, I cannot let this get me down. I cannot Mm -hmm. let this kind of, you know, mess with my, my focus or change my direction. So you have to learn to get over things real fast, especially things that are not going to, it's going to hold you back, right? If it's messing with your money, get rid of it and keep going. Keep going. (laughs) So that's the thing, because I, let me tell you, there are some entrepreneurs that sometimes they get to the point where something happens and it kind of takes them out the game, Mm -hmm. right? And you, like, you cannot afford to do that. Like, you have to, like, literally continue to move forward and be like, okay, lesson learned. You're going to learn a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons. You learn those lessons and then you keep moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then just be mindful and be discerning about investments that you make Mm -hmm. just because, you know, you want to make sure that, okay, can I afford that investment? Is it in my budget? You know, just things like that where you don't run out of money. Cause that mm-hmm. has happened to me too, right? Mm-hmm. Making investments and then you're like, oh shoot, didn't make as many sales as I thought. Mm-hmm. Client, you know, didn't come through with a payment, you know, whatever it is. And then you find yourself like in a little bit of a bind. Mm-hmm. So again, and that's the finances part of things where you make sure like, okay, let me make sure that I have this money coming in mm-hmm. so that I can take care of myself and my family um, and all the things that I need to do to sustain my business, right? Yeah. So just be very mindful of that because yeah, there are challenges daily, external and internal challenges. <laughs> Especially the internal challenges. It's it's kind of it's just I feel like it's consistent. It's like you could you know be I don't know a, a millionaire and when you get clients, you can still feel like can I actually do this? Like, am am I the person that's supposed to do this? And you out here making bank and you're still questioning yourself. Like it's just kind of a cycle basically, or you just continue, you know, getting all these great reviews and people are like, man, you know, you're amazing. And I never would have thought of that. And you make this so easy. And then there's still a small party that's like, but did I do that? Yeah. Was that a fluke? (sighs) Yeah. Sometimes you say that it wasn't a fluke. And the thing, the next thing too, is you can get to the point where you're like, sometimes you'd be like, you know what, this is easy. It's easy to just go get a day job, get a nine to five, get a, get a paycheck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to say that at least once or twice a week (laughs) for the Mm -hmm. entire journey, because as a CEO, you're making every single decision in your business, right? When you're at your job, you're making like a few decisions about your role, Mm -hmm. right? And so, and let me tell you, shout out to the good CEOs of these big companies that people are always cursing that they're getting too much money. I'm (laughs) like, they deserve that $50 billion. (laughs) Let them enjoy the $3 million a month. Stop playing with them. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. man. 
because everything is on their shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. Every single, you know, if something bad happens, they take the blame, right? If yes. something good happens, they get to celebrate, right? Yeah. So, you know, all I'm saying is it's it ain't easy being a CEO, but let me tell you, so rewarding. Mm-hmm. so rewarding when you see you're changing people's lives mm-hmm. or in big and small ways right mm-hmm. you're, you're um you're helping your the clients the feedback from the clients the way that you feel about you know bringing in your, your own money taking care of your family mm-hmm. taking care of my son and i have a daughter too i don't want to only sound like i only have a son my daughter <laughs> alexia she's 21 and she's in college and she's kind of self-sufficient you know mm-hmm. so but yeah like taking care of my family and being able to be like, this is so freaking amazing, mm-hmm. right? And so there are two sides to the coin. And once you learn to manage the part that's that's like, I want to just, you know, burn this all down and go work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. That happens too. And it never goes away, by the way. Like I will talk to friends who are making, who have a million dollar company or multi-million dollar company would be like, mm-hmm. oh, we have the same issues mm-hmm. every you know, all the time, like other entrepreneurs. So it's not like, oh, when I make more money, the problems are going to go away or I'm going to feel differently. It's just different issues that come up, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, just get used to, just get used to the adversity. But as I said, Mm -hmm. it's so, so rewarding. Extremely rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. I would not, even though I'm kind of like a newbie, a a new, you know, I, I already know that I wouldn't trade this life for, you know, going back to a nine to five and I already knew like working with companies or where I was, whether I was in like retail or, you know, working from home or whatever, I knew that I didn't want to work for another company for the rest of my life. Like I just, it just, I don't know. It just never sat right with me working for someone, you know, for the rest of my life, being limited in what I wanted to do. I've been limited my entire life. And so the thought of working for a company for the rest of my life that's limiting to me to like a salary or to a position or to what I can do is like, no, absolutely not. It, it's mind blowing. It's the fact yeah. that you think that you're going to continue holding a glass ceiling over me when I'm ready to break the, you know, got my hammer in hand. I'm ready, yeah. you know. <laughs> ready to break so, through. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And I really think that entrepreneurship is the way to break those glass ceilings and, you know, show up in rooms that, we're not really quote unquote supposed to be in, right? Because we do yeah. deserve to be there. Okay. We are supposed to be there regardless Absolutely. of what anyone says, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But no one really talks about either. Like the challenges that really come with the seat, being a CEO and yeah. the fact that, like you said, if something goes wrong, it's immediately the CEO's fault. Not that the workers, the workers fault, right? When literally yeah. the CEO had nothing to do with whatever, you know, the employee did, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's our fault now. And now we have to like figure out how to reconcile it. At the end of the day, you're still getting deposits every day, still waking up to money, you know what I'm saying? Still waking up to, you know, clients' lives being changed. And that is something that I look forward to when, you know. You already changed lives. You changed my life when it comes to my (laughs) my style. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you're doing it. You're doing it, sis. trying we're trying thank you so don't, much don't play that don't don't play that you're you're good you're doing it <laughs> i appreciate it i appreciate it so let's talk about your wins okay we're gonna get into your wins the receipts what are i know you have you have hella receipts okay so let's talk about the top three to five <laughs> client mm-hmm. results that you know, your favorite ones that you have to this day. 
And I need you to brag on yourself, okay? We are not here to be humble. When you are here, you are not humble, okay? You are yeah. full of yourself. You are conceited. So let us know. <laughs> Love that. Um, oh my, listen, there's so many, but um, a couple stand out in, in my mind, right? Mm -hmm. So Or a few. So one of the biggest ones was, um, and I have personal wins too that I'll talk about. Oh, yes. But one of my biggest client wins was <laughs> she wrote, like she was like, Oh my gosh, Nicole, one of my first ones when I started two years, two and a half years ago, my client was like, oh my gosh, Nicole, I had no idea a spreadsheet could do this. Mm -hmm. And she went into like, I, I just figured out that I made a dollar 50 in profit one month. And I would not have known that if it was for a five minute bookkeeper. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, let me tell you, I was on the floor when I was reading that, the way mm -hmm. that she was so animated mm -hmm. in her testimonial. Right. And so I, like, she was like, this is so genius, mm. so amazing, did not realize that this was, and, and that is literally how my clients have, have been like, they've, like, they've discovered this thing. They're like, I've never seen anything like it blows my mind. Mm. Right. And so that's the, you know, even if you're not making a lot of money is what I'm saying, just seeing the numbers and her being so excited that she made a dollar fifty in profit, and she's like, you know what? Because I have five minute bookkeeper, that's how I knew, mm -hmm. right? So that was, you know, first of all, one of the best testimonials, one of the first ones, and it made me know that I was on the right path. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm like, if I could get somebody this excited about finances and bookkeeping, like this is what I'm going to be doing forever, mm -hmm. right? And then another win is that another client. So I do. I do have my digital product, Five Minute Bookkeeper, mm -hmm. but I also do Done For You where I work with clients and I do some coaching as well, right? Mm -hmm. One of my Done For You clients, she hadn't been in business like seven years before we met. And then when we met, she hadn't filed her taxes in like two or three years. Mm -hmm. So I came in, I organized two or three years of finances, made sure that she filed on time. She was really happy. And then she started to look at her numbers and started to use those numbers to build her business, right? Mm -hmm. And then recently she, again, did a testimonial. I had a challenge and she was in the community and she talked about just being able to see her numbers and planning for her business, right? Mm -hmm. So she said she was able to double her income wow. just by being on top of her numbers and she runs a multiple six-figure business, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, wins like that. And I'm like, and listen, I didn't double her income, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. the way that she used the tool to see the numbers mm -hmm. and she's like, oh no, I need to make more money so I can do, you know, whatever she wanted to do in her business. Mm -hmm. And just seeing the numbers helped, numbers helped her to make those decisions to grow her business, right? Mm -hmm. And then one of my more recent wins, so I told you I do finance coaching. Mm -hmm. So I get more in depth with the finances. We do cash flow, we do projections. We see where they're at, or I see where they're at. And then we, you know, just have conversations about how to either reduce expenses, make more money, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. a client that I met with recently, you know, we were talking about different ways that she wanted to bring income in because of the kind of work that she does. Her income is, it comes in, but it comes in like sporadically, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we were talking about a few different ways that she could bring income in. And she was talking like about a low ticket membership. And I said to her, what about what you're doing already that you can bring more money in that way? Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was having retainer clients and I'm like, but this retainer clients pay you, these retainer clients 
pay you between 2500 and 4000 a month. Mm-hmm. How about, and they're usually like six months engagements. And so I said to her, what about if you figure out a way to get more retainer clients? Mm-hmm. We literally had that conversation yesterday. Today she messaged me. She got a 30K retainer client. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So again, looking at the numbers, looking at the cash flow, looking at the projections, how mm-hmm. can I make more money in my business? And not just deciding in a vacuum, but mm-hmm. just really, you know, taking those numbers. And that's the kind of like I could do this work forever, right? Mm-hmm. I love this work. I love being able to again change people's lives by just taking a look at the numbers and just giving them some advice that would help them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so those are the client wins. And then for my personal wins, becoming a full-time entrepreneur would not trade it for mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> That's it. Right? right. Yeah. You know, being able to take care of my family financially, mm-hmm. right. Paying for my son's therapy. Like, I mean, we have insurance, but his, his speech company doesn't take our insurance. And so we could decide that, okay, we can pay out of pocket mm-hmm. for his, his speech. Um, so just being able to do that has really, again, changed my life and it's, or our lives. And it's a huge win. Um, got myself a new car. Ooh. My daughter to college. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but that was like a little over a year ago, but she's in college and she was ready to, like, I wasn't going to be driving the four uh, five hours. She goes to, to Gainesville to the university and we're in South Florida. Mm. So it's like five hours driving. And I'm like, I am not doing this drive anymore. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, let's give her my car and then go get a car. So I got a nice, a cute, nice, cute SUV um, that I'm so very happy with. Yeah. I'm not a luxury car kind of person, but I love a good, like, nice car. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) if I get another SUV, it'll be like Mercedes type of like. (laughs) It's going to be black. It's going to be sleek. You're going to see me coming down the street. Before, before we see you. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to see me before we see you. Yes. Yeah. Like there's somebody who had like a um, BMW, I think it's X5 or something, but it looked really big, like big and luxurious. And mm-hmm. I said, if I'm going to get a luxury vehicle, I think I'm going to get something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So like, so those are like the wins and just, you know, just feeling like you're, I'm living a life of freedom, mm-hmm. giving up that commute that, you know, eight hour days and then having a three hour, like 11 hour, 12 hour days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, that's a huge win. Yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest win. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely a big win. Like even a few weeks ago, me balancing a nine to five and, you know, trying to get my business off the ground, it was exhausting. I was like literally working like 10, 12 hour days that I'm too exhausted to, you know, hang out with my boyfriend or spend time with him. And it's like, there's a, there's a lot. And then I don't even, I haven't talked to my parents in like weeks. So it's kind of just like, <laughs> I literally, when I'm, it's just, it was just a lot. And I was like, I didn't have the energy to talk to anyone. And so they literally wouldn't hear from me for days. And now that I like wake up and I'm like, oh Yeah. I am only doing one job, so I have time to like be free. And I called my mom on a Monday, and she was like, "Hello." <laughs> she was like, "Shy." <laughs> right? She was like, "What?" You know? Oh, um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of freedom. And you haven't told people your press, okay? Don't do this. Oh, Featured yeah. in Time Magazine, Essence, The Breakfast Club with Rachel Rogers. Girl, 
Good morning, America. Good Girl, morning, America. I forgot about those wins. Let me tell you, that's the thing about me bragging on myself. I will forget stuff like that. <laughs> so thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Good morning. Just talking about five minute bookkeeper and changing the landscape of managing finances, right? Mm -hmm. um, and financial literacy. Because I think when people talk about financial literacy, they talk about this is hypotheticals. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you should be putting aside this in your 401k, putting aside this for your kids' education. And listen, that is nice and, and well, right? And I've been hearing that for many years. I it's, it's many years later that I did that, right? So I absolutely love financial literacy. Mm -hmm. But when you actually give people things that they can implement, mm -hmm. right? That's where I'm like, okay, all that is theory and it sounds good, but how do you get people to do things, right? Mm -hmm. So wanting to change the landscape of finances and how people look at managing finances. So yeah, I've been on the breakfast club talking about five minute bookkeeper, building this business from zero to multiple six figures in two years on Good Morning America, the same thing. Just being out there, you know, talking about how can we have more people just being on top of their finances is not that hard, mm -hmm. right? You just have to have the, the, the right tools and the right people to mm -hmm. show you the way, right? So yeah, I'm in Black Enterprise as well. Time, Next Advisor, all the things. <laughs> Marlon Hamilton. Yes, I have a partnership with Arlen Hamilton as well. I'm her in one of her courses, and that is her platform has over 20,000 students, right? So they come to, you know, come into Five Minute Bookkeeper through Arlen. So I am yeah, so, so proud of this little engine that could, this little thing that I created. I'm like, oh, I'm going to think going to make $60,000 so I can replace my salary. Yes. And oh my gosh, we've done 10, 10 times that literally done yeah. way more than replace your salary and you are on the road to be a millionaire how does it feel oh my gosh so <laughs> exciting and terrifying right yeah. exciting and terrifying um but i am just so i mean it hasn't even landed like i know i want to build a million dollar business mm. but i i tell people all the time i feel like the same per like i'm the same person all the time if mm. you meet me in person if i'm on you know on Zoom with you, if I'm talking to a client, mm -hmm. I'm the same person, right? So I just don't feel differently, just the money. And I tell a lot of people, I think I have everything that I want. Mm -hmm. And all I'm going to do is just have more money when I become a millionaire. <laughs> really it. Like, just going to have more money, more happiness. <laughs> yes. And probably more, more people like, can I borrow $20? <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Definitely going to do that. And maybe travel a little bit more because my, yes. my grandparents are um, elderly. They're in Jamaica right now. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd you know, love to go see them more often, stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, definitely take a trip to Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have, a, if you're, you know, opening, you know, space for adoption, I'm I'm here. <laughs> um, to <come laughs> be adopted into Jamaica. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would be honored. <laughs> okay. So slowly closing out. What are three final pieces of advice or actionable pieces of advice for the audience? Three money management tips that you want to leave for, you know, entrepreneurs who are ashamed of their numbers or simply need help. Yeah. The, one, the, the number one thing 
I would say about money is it's not as scary as you think it is, <laughs> right? Okay, that's and I know a lot of people, <laughs> I know a lot of people think I will look at my money when I have more money, mm, but no. I challenge you that when you look at your money, you make more money mm. because you're looking at it and you're like, I got to make some more money. Right. Mm. And then you start getting ideas and then you, that's how it works. Right. So mm. if you're sitting to, cause sometimes we need inspiration to make, to make, to, for the ideas to come, right. Be like, oh my God, my account is going into the red. What can I do? What mm. can I sell? Who can I reach out to? You know what I mean? Mm. So the action behind that, right. And I'm not saying that you should get to the point where you're account is going to be in the red, but you know what I mean, yes. right? So, <laughs> so looking at the numbers will help you to make more money. Looking mm -hmm. at your money. My friend Keisha, who's an investor, she's an investment uh, coach. She says, know your money to grow your money, mm -hmm. right? And so um, just looking at it, even just looking at your bank account, doesn't mm -hmm. have to be hard, right? And then if you want to change it, that's when you start taking the action, mm -hmm. right? get yourself a, I know people are like oh spreadsheets are so archaic spreadsheets are the real mvp like you can do literally anything with a spreadsheet mm -hmm. i know there are apps out there and you can use an app that's totally fine too but what i'm saying is start managing your money mm -hmm. like a real entrepreneur start managing your money like you're going to create that million dollar business that you've been talking about mm -hmm. right cuz millionaires manage their money they have people who are managing their money. <laughs> they know their numbers. They know what the cash flow looks like. They know they know exactly what's happening because, they, like, when you look at these big corporations, they don't make any decisions without looking at the finances, mm -hmm. right? And you, even though you might be a small business at the moment, if you're, I mean, you don't want to stay small, right? So right. you want to get to the point where you're like on top of it, looking at it, managing the little that you have mm -hmm. so that when you start getting a lot, you already set that foundation and you know exactly what to do, mm. right? So that's number one. Don't be scared of your money. And then, and why are you scared of it? Like we need it every single day. Like all our, your nails was money, your earrings are money, your hair, your clothes, like everything, the chair you're sitting on, the, the, the building that you're in, like money is interwoven this is true lives <laughs> like every single place so mm -hmm. it's better to just embrace it and love love on it and be like okay money let's do this thing mm -hmm. number one number two um when it comes to managing the finances i think i said like five things in that one okay. long thing that i said just we now. never have enough <laughs> right? but yeah i think the money isn't as scary as we we think it is and then just to let's talk a little bit about bookkeeping because of course five minute bookkeeper i do have a personal tracker as well mm -hmm. but five minute bookkeeper is my what we call my main or flagship product mm -hmm. right so let's talk about bookkeeping bookkeeping being on top of your books seeing how your money is shaking out mm -hmm. making decisions to make more making decisions about keeping yourself in business right mm -hmm. making purchases you know paying yourself all those things you need bookkeeping for that and I know a lot of people only focus on the bookkeeping when it's tax time. And, you know, I call that bookkeeping to the tax deadline, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, it doesn't help you basically because you, if you spend just the weekend for the tax deadline, putting all your numbers for a whole year or two years together, mm -hmm. then that's not managing your finances, right? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, getting to the tax deadline, 
there's quite a few entrepreneurs who will miss the deadline, right? And they don't think about the penalties and interest and everything else that happens when you do that, right? When you don't file your taxes. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk specifically to entrepreneurs who are like that, who have gone a year, two years, three years or more without filing their taxes. They haven't filed an extension. So they, there's so many different penalties and interest that accrue over time that a lot of people don't know about, mm -hmm. right? And so I would say the other thing is get your bookkeeping organized and file your taxes yearly, mm -hmm. literally. And if you're a business that's making profit, make sure you pay your, your, your taxes throughout the year, right? Mm -hmm. Again, keeping more money in your pocket because you don't want to just be working to pay the IRS interest and penalties, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So that's my other tip is make sure that you're filing your taxes on time so you can keep more of your coins. There you have it, y'all, from the money genius herself. Stay <laughs> on top of your numbers, managing your money, because millionaires manage your money. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, Auntie Nicole. Thank you so much, <laughs> Between you and Shaz Taylor and the giving me the auntie thing, I'm like, y'all are a little old to be my nieces because my oldest niece is 18, but okay. <laughs> I'll just, you're adopted niece, if that makes yes. sense better. I'm your adopted yes. <laughs> Soon to be adopted Jamaican niece. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm ready. I'll have my outfits ready. So funny. <laughs> so you can find me in all the things. You can find me on Instagram. Five Minute Bookkeeper is my handle. The number five minute bookkeeper. My website is five minutebookkeeper.com. I'm Nicole Barham on Facebook. You could follow me on my personal profile because now we have like the professional profile that people can follow you. I post all kinds of stuff over there all the time. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're serious finance stuff. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I love to connect on social media. I love social media. I think it's the easiest way to connect people. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and, and to get to know and like and trust people, right? That's yeah. what you want your clients to do. You want to be known, liked, and trusted. And I think just showing up on social media helps you to do that really, really fast. So yeah, those are my handles and my website, 5minutebookkeeper.com. For sure. And that'll all be in the show notes. You know the drill. <laughs> well, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and took in all the free advice that this, you know, beautiful human has given you. <laughs> and my plug for her is just, just go, just go join it. Just go buy it. Okay. You need it. That's it. <laughs> go buy it immediately. Thank I'll be you. watching you to see if you buy it. All right. Don't, don't come out here embarrassing me. Okay. <laughs> Nicole, thank you again. I appreciate you. And it is truly an honor to know you. Oh. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for listening to Talk Your Shit Podcast. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at queen underscore of diamonds. Let me know what you thought of today's episode by leaving a review and tagging me on social media. Stay audacious and I'll catch you in the next episode.